I am Jacob Earl, and welcome to Constantly Moving Forward. Imagine you and I are floating through an endless void. It's just the two of us. Ahead of us, we see a beautiful light. It gets closer and bigger. It resolves into a fantastic and warm feeling. The two of us are safe. The two of us. You and I. Are home. There's someone at the door. Special guest. Yes? Excuse me, excuse me, miss. Excuse me. Excuse me, what do you have to say? What do you have to say for yourself, miss? What do you have to say? Excuse me, excuse me, miss. Can I get can I get a statement? No, no, don't 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 step on those are records. Don't step on them. Um, how do you feel? How do you feel about Ishmael Rivera? Okay. What are your what are your thoughts on the current political climate, miss? Pardon me, pardon me. Thank you for your time. And now, a message from one of our sponsors. A message from one of our sponsors. Clouds. Have you seen any cool clouds lately? I have. Clouds. They're big. They're always watching. They can see everything that you do. Parents love me. I have a real rapport with parents. Kids have never really made any sense to me, even when I was a kid, but but parents I can get behind. Whenever I have to meet someone's parents, I, I, I relish it, you know, because I love talking to parents. Well, moms. Moms and I get along. 
and grandparents. Grandparents are pretty good. I'm always pretty good at grandparents because with grandparents, it's easy. You just have to sort of sit there and listen to them talk about Korea, you know, not being from Korea, but the Korean War or the Red Menace or a number of other old person things. Um, and a lot of times it's super interesting because you learn something new, but, and with moms, it's, it's basically the same. You just, you talk to them about whatever they're interested in, whatever their, their hobby or their project is, or if they're one of the growing pantheon of moms with jobs, you, you talk to them about their job, but fathers, fathers and I are usually on pretty rocky ground. If they're, they're nice, then that's fine. But even a nice father is a suspicious creature in my book. It's not that I don't like fathers. I, I think a lot about fathers and fatherhood and men and how they relate to their families. But when you actually have to come up against talking to a father, it can be very stressful. I never know what to say to a father, to a dad. You could say, well, tell me about your job. And, and, and then it's, it's kind of like the, the grandfather thing, but, but fathers generally haven't lived long enough to have a short repertoire of autobiographical stories in the way that a grandparent has. And fathers generally don't have overwhelming interests in the way that mothers have they're not they don't usually have a craft project or some kind of big puzzle they're uh, putting together or some kind of um de defining hobby i'll say this to kids sometimes and by kids i mean people my own age which is to say roughly 20s i'll say what's your thing you know and they'll say oh i'm a you know, I'm a film major. I'm really into movies. Cool. We can do that. I can talk about movies. Oh, I'm a fashion major. I love fashion, right? Um, I don't know a lot about the actual mechanics of it. And, you know, fill me in on that. You know, we can learn from each other. But with fathers, you say, what's your thing? And they say, I'm an accountant. Okay, cool. I don't know anything about accountancy. Tell me all about that. And then they stop. And they look at you like you're pulling something over on them. Like you're pulling some trick. Because I don't think anyone's ever asked them about what they're interested in, you know? My father, whole different story, whole different thing. He's much more like a mom in this respect because he's an engineer and he'll talk to you about engineering, but he has a short repertoire of stories of things that have happened to him. He has friends. You say, what's your thing? He says, I'm a pilot because he's a pilot and he builds um, toy planes and repairs full size planes. And in his job as an engineer, he knows all about uh, oil. He would work in the oil fields. And so he has all these oil related stories, quite diverting, right? Uh a real, a real, <laughs> you know, practically a memoirist, right? Practically a grandfather, but he's also kind of old. But here in the neighborhood, 
there are these other people who live nearby who my parents are friends with and they came over for dinner and I was trying to talk to them and the mom you say tell me about your thing and she goes oh, I make these purses right and they're like oh that's super cool you're you're making something cool well, what's your thing and then the the husband the father the dad looked at me like I was crazy like no one had ever thought I wonder what this guy's deal is the way that I dress and talk and present myself if you've only ever heard me speak well we're we're halfway there but imagine this nasally effeminate collegiate voice who overpronounces all of his syllabants and t's and then imagine it coming out of the the body of a very thin boy almost who can't grow a beard and who is often wearing a high collar and a bow tie uh, i look like a you know like a joke about a, a kid who sells newspapers in 1950 or um Lately, I've been wearing this blue jacket that was all the rage in Italy in the 1960s and 70s, but not with any sort of fashion person, but with the sort of person who would come and fix your radiator. So I kind of look like uh, like a person who who works, but a person who works specifically in the past. Um, I don't look like any sort of normal person walking around. Now, I think I look quite normal. I pick these things because I am trying to create a sense of normalcy and stability in my life through, you know, not having to think about fashion, right? Like, I'm of the opinion that the fewer things that I have to think about on a day-to-day -day basis, the easier and faster and less anxiety-filled my life will be. And so I pick a uniform and I wear it all the time, right? But the uniform that I have chosen is that of someone from the past, someone who's kind of fancy. I'm of the opinion myself that it is better to be over than underdressed. Uh, because if you show up to a baseball game and in a tie, you can take the tie off and put it in your pocket if it feels like you are, you know, too much. If there's too much. If you're underdressed, say you wear a t-shirt to a wedding, there's not really a lot you can do about it. My life is, you know, it sounds like I just wake up and, and things happen to me. And from my perspective, that's not untrue. That's been my main experience of life is that I wake up and things happen to me. And so you always have to be prepared for anything to happen. I carry a small knife. I carry a small first aid kit. I carry my passport and some money. I wear shoes I could climb a fence in. You never know what's going to happen to you. And the idea of being caught out underdressed, I'm not about that. But if you look a father, a neighbor in the face and say, you know, what are you all about? What's your thing? He doesn't have an answer. And he sees this question which is how do you define yourself? 
coming from someone significantly younger than him who clearly has himself well-defined, right? Like, I know exactly who I am. And if you were to ask any of my friends, you'd say, what's Jake like? They, all of them would have a very similar two-sentence answer. Wears a lot of ties, seems kind of fancy, nice though, something like that. Looks you in the eye. I thought he was flirting with me for a long time, but it turns out he's just really friendly. Something along that line. And so the father, the neighbor, he looks at me and he sees me, Jacob Earl, well-defined as myself. And he examines himself and finds that he doesn't know. This is what I believe. I believe that he examines himself and finds himself lacking. Now, this was never the purpose of my question. My per my question was never to call someone out or, or to make someone feel inadequate. I, I absolutely hate when that's done to me, and I would never do that to someone else. But it's difficult to get to know someone without knowing what they're about. You could say, what do you do? Right? That's something adults say to each other. They say, what do you do? And the man, the father, the neighbor will say, I work on computers. I'm a computer salesman. Sure. I'm making up a job for him now. I am a door-to-door -door computer salesman. Right? I'd say, oh, that's really interesting. Tell me about that. Or I could say, what did you think of the new Star Wars movie? That's a good one. Everyone's seen the new Star Wars movie. And in this modern age in which we live, everyone has seen the new Star Wars movie. And that's pretty good. But then you get into media criticism. And as a film and media studies major and graduate, I have a lot of thoughts about media, about movies, about how things are represented, about who gets to say what, when, and to whom. Um... And so that can get kind of dicey when, for example, and this is an actual example, you say to this neighbor, you say, uh, what do you think of the Jedi? And he says, because you've already been talking about Star Wars, and he says, oh, they're the good guys. And you say, but what about the intersection of toxic masculinity and the oppressive and government-funded Jedi Order? Doesn't that remind you, doesn't that recall the perfect republic of Plato, right, where Plato said that you could take the kids away from their parents, train them to be warriors, and and tell them that the state is their parents. I mean, that's basically the Jedi Order. And doesn't that sound kind of messed up? And what he hears is, you don't like Star Wars, and you're being mean to me. Because he doesn't understand what I just said. And people who don't understand what you're saying often assume that you're being mean to them. If you're some guy and a kid in a tie starts talking to you about Plato, it, it, it seems not that this guy, you know, clearly, you know, he's just making a synthetic connection, but maybe he's doing some kind of joke, right? Maybe he's playing some kind of trick on you of which you are unaware. And if anyone out there is listening to this, I'm never playing a joke on you unless I say I did a joke right afterwards 
or I'm smiling. And I understand that this is not normal. Not everyone announces and uh, suffixes their jokes with that was a joke. But honestly, I've had too many people play mean pranks on me to really appreciate the art of the joke, right? Uh, I love jokes, but I like them to be clearly defined. Anyway, I don't know what to do with dads. You meet them sometimes. Dads are so insecure. Sometimes, and it's only ever dads, sometimes dads will say to me, what are you writing? Because uh, I often write things down when I have thoughts, I have the memory of a sieve. And they'll say, what are you writing? And I'll say, oh, just nothing, just something I want to remember. And they'll say, huh. Because that insecurity, that central masculine insecurity, I got distracted. There's a, there's a roadrunner outside, an actual roadrunner. Huh. Anyway, central masculine insecurity, because that central masculine insecurity of the inability to express oneself that I've got to think is rampant, right? Because every dad I've ever met has been deeply insecure and unable to express himself. Because he can't express himself, my ability to express myself is, is intimidating. Because he can't express himself, my ability, and constantly I am expressing myself, that comes off as intimidating. I often think, how are we going to fix dads, right? If it were up to me, I would get all of the men in this neighborhood that I know together, and I would teach a class on journaling, right? Because there's nothing a man wants more than to be heard, and there is nothing a man has more trouble with than speaking. Think of your own dad. When he does something, is he always interrupting? Is he always saying his own little story about his own thing? Is he always cutting in and saying, well, I don't, I don't believe that. Or this is how I think you should do it. That's my dad voice. My dad doesn't sound like that, but all dads seem kind of vaguely angry. Is your dad always telling you to do things, but over and over again? Is he... Does he have very strong opinions that don't seem to have any basis on any in anything? And then when you talk to him about it, he gets angry. Is your dad angry? It's my opinion, based off of very little, that all angry dads just want someone to listen to them. That all an angry dad wants is to have someone tell him that he is heard to validate him. All a man wants is validation, really. That's why they get married. That's why they have, you know, only one friend and it's their girlfriend. That's why, I mean, this is a whole thing. You should really read that Bell Hooks book, um, 
the will to change. I read it last year. I've been thinking about it every day since. Um, anyway, I would get all the men in this neighborhood together and I would teach a class on journaling, right? Or becoming a diarist or uh, keeping a memoir or some other adjective synonym for diarist that makes it sound more masculine and tough because being able to use your words being able to use your voice is an important skill and having never been to school I can't say whether or not they teach it but I suspect that they do not in school at least in college which is the only school that I've ever been to they teach you to write essays to write things about what you've seen to take a critical view of the media in your life, whether that's a book or a movie or, you know, a speech or YouTube video or whatever. Every single thing has equal media value and equal cultural capital, right? And I don't know whether they have that same sort of thing in high school, whether they have, you know, in high school English or what have you, whether they have a class where they say, tell us about your feelings. You know, your feelings are valid. How do you feel? Take these words that we have spent years telling you are words. Take these concepts from these books and turn them through your feelings into something new. Right? I don't think that high school has that. I don't know. I don't think that's a high school class. Um, anyway, I would teach that to adults, but adults don't want to listen. Adults do not want to learn. If you have ever talked to a dad, you know that adults hate learning. You say, here's something new and cool. And they say, you need to respect your elders. Or they say, that's nice boy. Or they say, huh? Or why don't you tell your mother about that? They're, they're uninterested really in learning adults. A huge part of this thing is, is actually listening. I have a lot of thoughts on listening that I'm not going to get into right now, but suffice it to say that listening is probably even more important than being heard. Listening is one of the most important things that you can do as a person to, to hear another person's thoughts and connect with them in, you know, some kind of meaningful way, not just waiting for your thing that you're going to say, but listening to what they're saying and talking about that. Right. And a lot of people might say, Oh, I don't, I don't do that. I don't just sit there and wait for my turn to talk, but hold that idea in your head the next time that you're having a conversation. Do you just sit there and wait to say your little thing? Or are you actually paying attention to what's going on and creating a positive, synthetic communication, right? Like something that takes different parts of what's going on and makes a new, you know, cohesive point that adds to what's going on instead of detracting, instead of bringing the focus just back to you, bring the focus back to the group, right? Uh, 
Anyway, I could talk about that for a long time, but I'm not going to. So maybe I should change my focus. Maybe I should cut my losses. Maybe I should say that adults basically no good, right? Because step one of learning anything is admitting ignorance, and dads hate admitting ignorance. So maybe step one should be teaching children, right, how to admit that they're wrong. Because that took me way too long to learn. I thought I was a god among men. The first step in learning anything is admitting that you are wrong or have been wrong or don't know everything. And that took me so long to learn. Because I thought I was right about everything. Because all the people in my life we're always right about everything. And so as we move past here, each step one revealing a step zero I had not previously considered, maybe the step zero to this step one is to teach parents to show humility in front of their children. But then we're back to adults and it's the chicken and egg problem all over again. And if we are going to have children removed from their homes and raised by the state, which is what the public school system is, then we shouldn't create an order of Jedi. We should create an order of philosopher kings who admit that they are wrong, who think about their feelings not as things external to them, but as integral parts of their character and personality, and who can write Not just lists or reviews or whatever, but diaries. I don't know. Here's a, here's a word from our sponsors. A message from one of our sponsors. Water dripping onto a rock in the corner of your yard. Water one of the unstoppable natural forces will eventually, through constant, sustained, small effort, work its way through this rock in the corner of your yard and make its way out, out into the larger world. This rock, which seems so much stronger than the weak little drip of water, is in fact on a geologic scale. No more hassle than a veil of spiderweb. Water. With enough time, it's gonna do whatever it wants. Constantly Moving Forward is a production of SaveTheCroissants.com and was produced in association with me, Jake Burrow. If you'd like to find out more about our program, visit SaveTheCroissants.com. I love you. I'm proud of you. You're doing the best that you can. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs>